Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, <laughs> Why are you singing the Archer's theme song? No, that's the Cowboy Bebop theme song. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Um, I did not realize it was as old as it is, the anime, but um, the live-action show is overdue. We'll get into some of that, but 10 episodes dropped all at once because it's Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did they already confirm a season two, or did I imagine that? I don't think it's been confirmed, but I read something online that based on how this season ends, that it's really, like, hinting at more Cowboy Bebop, so... I mean, okay, that seems like a weird thing to say, because to me, this is a procedural. I don't Uh... know how many episodes you watched, but I watched two and a half, and feels very procedural yeah i mean the original anime only has one season um and a movie and a lot of the episodes have nothing to do with each other they're like just stories about right. this crew which is cool i like that aspect of it i i to be honest i wish i had uh re-watched the whole series before we did this uh, i only watched um five episodes and i'm trying to remember stuff off of stuff i i kind of watched when i was like nine or ten with my cousin so I don't remember enough of it to see if there was, like, an overarching storyline for Cowboy Bebop. I think there was. I think there's something that goes into, like, Spike's backstory. And, well, and, and yeah, stuff. I mean, that's somewhat... Uh, right, yeah, because it's, pres- it's present in this one. Like, we're, we're do- well, I'm, I'm only reviewing episode one of the Netflix series. I didn't watch any more of it. But I, I, I did like... Uh, I did a rewatch of, of episodes one through four of the anime recently or five i don't remember how many episodes but i, I like the fact that each episode was basically standalone um and then just kind of covered a story going around with like you know the crew and there was some level of like progression in, in the crew like because it starts off the first few episodes uh don't have Faye valentine in it at all like uh it's just spike and uh, jet right and that was a little weird to me that She's introduced in episode one and spoilers non-existent in episode two or probably three Weird, okay. Yeah, that felt super weird to me, and it made me almost think, like, is this, like, I don't know, like, are people just going to come and go? You know, she I know she had, like, third credit, so I figured she'd come back several times, but, like... She joins the crew, uh, if she's yeah, supposed to. figured. Right, so, like, yeah, in in the anime, she gets introduced, and I think she she ends up joining the crew, like, right after that. Like, I think she is a random person in one episode they encounter and then the next episode they do something with her and then she decides to to team up and then there's a fourth member who i don't remember who i think is supposed to appear at the end of season one of netflix's thing which is why people think there's more coming hmm. so um, i mean like how loosely is it adapted then uh, are, are the episodes 
nothing like the Cowboy Bebop anime episodes. It's just the same world because how would you have, uh, or, or did Cowboy Bebop just like not get enough? Like they had more and just somehow never made more. You know what? I didn't look into it. I don't know if Cowboy Bebop has an, a manga that it's based off of that is more in depth than the anime. The anime was very well received though, so I doubt that it wouldn't have been able to finish what it was trying to do. So I I, I don't think that's right. Okay. Well, I mean, I just thought like maybe it got a cult following after the fact. That's possible, but I remember people being into it in like the nineteen ninety like nine two thousand era like my cousin was like super into it and that's why i watch random episodes when i probably shouldn't have <laughs> uh what was i gonna say though um yeah for for how the episodes work like i know episode one has a lot of callbacks to the actual episode one of the anime like the red eye thing and then like the pregnant um like girl and all that stuff is is, is a direct reference to episode one uh, the casino scene, though, is actually a reference to a later episode of the anime, uh, and Faye doesn't appear until, like, episode three or four, I think, so they're, they're jumping around a little bit, and they threw in a little bit of, like, oh, this is like episode one with the, the red eye stuff, but, yeah, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a little bit all over the place. Uh, I think they're trying to do their own kind of story taking the elements from the anime, to make it a little bit different. And I don't know how to feel about that part. Um, I will say though. I did like. The visuals of it. Uh, they they were pretty. Accurate with trying to make like. You know, Spike's costume look good. And how the, the sets look and everything. Yeah I mean the aesthetic of the film. Is a little weird. Um, it's not. I mean it's fairly sci-fi. It's got a little bit of Firefly. But there's also like the weird music and a few other things that are clearly, I, I assume calling to the anime. Yeah. I mean, cause the thing you have to remember about the anime is that it's, it's a little bit of like the anime itself, but also that it's supposed to kind of be a reference to like a certain era of, you know, American filmmaking and stuff too. And like black exploitation films, a little bit of Western, like it's kind of a love letter to, to a bunch of different genres of Western media in anime form almost so it is a little eclectic and a combination of stuff i think the the general feel of it they kind of got down the jazz music the the look and feel of the the characters but the things i had issues with were mostly that some of the dialogue still feels weird though that could just be because they're trying to deliver it in a weird way to maybe make it more like a voice acted anime but I don't know that like I, I didn't I didn't have any issue with that. To me, the issue was and and the comparisons are for me are just always going to go to Firefly because they look the same and feel similar through two and a half episodes. I still don't know that I care about the characters, especially with it having this procedural approach there's not a lot of growth going on i i like the world um the the aesthetics you know the kind of action um their their jobs everything about that is great but the characters are just kind of dropped in and i, I don't know i don't feel a strong connection to any of them 
Well, I mean, I can't speak to that because I haven't watched more than one episode. But I will say, like, the thing I was going to say is, like, like, specifically John Cho. I like John Cho. I'm a fan of John Cho and other stuff. But for me, he's not pulling off, like, the effortlessly coolness of Spike Spiegel enough for me to, to care about him as much. Isn't Whereas, John like, Cho, like, almost 50? Yeah, that I mean, too. He's, like, he's not young. He looks okay, but yeah, it's a little like, weird. Spike's not supposed to be that old. I have figured yeah. he is supposed to be, like, a 25-year-old or something. Like, literally half of his age. Yeah, I think he's in, like, his high 20s. Uh, Yeah. Like, a lot of people were worried about that casting because of that. Because he's I mean, he looks good, young, but, uh, but it's weird. It is weird. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, like, the the action scenes are a little weird, too, because, I don't know, but that's hard to compare, because anime version of Spike is, I don't know, I don't know if you've watched any, any bits of it, but, like, even the drawing of him, he's, like, he's kind of, like, lanky looking, like, long legs and stuff, but yeah, the way he that. fights is very fluid. I thought the action sequences were fairly good. Again, not having the anime to compare them to. It it was weird stylistically. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, John Wick level or anything like that. But it worked. I didn't have any problem with it. I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't come across the same way. It's a little bit more um, dilted to me. Like, uh, like, they have to... Do do a little bit more choppiness of the uh, the thing, which, I mean, to be fair to them, it, it's it's gonna be hard to bring like the style of anime fighting, bike to to reality, so I get it, but like that's part of a thing that is weird, and then like John Cho, a little too old, <laughs> and then just the way he's playing him, he's like it's okay, but it it doesn't seem as cool as like a voice acted anime version of Spike. Uh, the guy playing Jet though, I really like. Um. He's doing really good. He seems vaguely familiar, but I couldn't place him. Yeah, I, I couldn't either. And the rest of the actors are total unknowns to me. I swear I've seen Faye's actress before somewhere, but I don't know where. Uh, by the way, going back to what you said, um, the showrunner and the writers uh, and the director looked beyond the source material to the originals um, that inspired it the good the bad and the ugly mm. bonnie and clyde 2001 a space odyssey dirty harry and lethal weapon apparently that's a pretty weird mix but yeah i like kind of get get all of it i mean there he clearly likes the buddy dynamic of like lethal weapon and bonnie and clyde um yeah interesting yeah, like I said, like it, it, the anime is a little weird because it's basically kind of a love letter to a lot of American cinema. Uh, so it's a combination of a bunch of stuff. But so the other somewhat interesting thing is Old Man Cho got a really bad knee injury on set. It stopped the whole production of the thing for eight months before the COVID delays. So this was like supposed to come out in like early 2020. Okay, yeah, I've been hearing about this thing forever, so it makes sense that... Yeah, so there was a massive delay. (laughs) Apparently, they allegedly considered doing Irishman-level CGI, uh, and then also just considered trying to have John Cho sit on a stool and film stuff. Like, they legitimately had to stop for eight months because of his knee injury. Wow. And then I think they got close to finishing, and COVID hit, and it just kept, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's been in production for a while. It still feels a little weird to me that it's from 1998, 
the anime. I mean, Netflix has it. I didn't realize that. That seems fairly recent that they got the rights to it because I think it used to be on Amazon or something. I don't know. I've owned it for a while. I just haven't watched it. But I think I think it is on Kaoyu up recently. It's probably around the time when they were getting ready to release the the, the new show. Right. So people can compare and contrast, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Overwhelmingly negative reviews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's going to happen anytime you're con- trying to make a cult classic thing and, and trying to remake it, right? Like, people are going to be harsh judging it. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what the audience for this show is as part of the problem, too. Like, it it works for me. You know, if you tell people it's Firefly, kind of, uh, I'm sure you'll get a lot of people to watch it. But, like, I can't imagine a lot of people are going to find this on their own unless they know of the anime. And then, yeah, people are going to draw comparisons and probably not be super happy because it's not the anime. Right, right, yeah. If the target audience is the anime, this is always going to rank badly. Um, I, I mean, it, it works for anybody who's into like spacey stuff or westerny stuff, right? Yeah, like I said, I think it works. The aesthetics and everything else of it are fine. It's just the characters aren't strong enough yet. I mean, I managed to watch, kind of binge two and a half episodes. I'll probably go back to it if there isn't much more of like. There has to be a pretty big hook in season one for me to come back for a season two, though. That's kind of what I'm worried about. Probably would have watched more of it, to be honest, if I didn't want to play Halo. <laughs> this is the week that Halo came out, and I would rather be playing that with my free time. But I will say, this is what I felt about the anime. Uh, I, I think the best way I would describe it is that it's a faithful attempt at trying to remake the original but it's like missing the soul of the original. Like, so if you watch the original, I started caring about the characters pretty quickly. This one. Yeah. The first episode went through and I was like, kind of just like, okay, it looks pretty, but I don't care yet. So I don't know if that'll get fixed if I watch more episodes, but it's, it's, it's missing something like it's missing like the magic of the anime. Yeah. I, I, I can't really point to exactly what it is. Maybe a level of, like, motivation, or, I don't know, like, the characters are just, like, seem to just be going along, and I've just kind of been dumped midway through their story. It just, I don't know, it feels a little strange. If they had maybe picked up, you know, episode two, that the woman joins the crew, and that's, like, the start of the crew, I feel like that would have been more powerful. The fact that they had her and then dumped her, and it's just, you know, why did we start the story here is kind of my question. And without spoiling, I kind of am starting to get why they started it there, but it's not clear in the first two episodes. Okay. I mean, um, I don't think I saw him episode one. Is is the dog there yet? Do they have a dog yet? No, I saw so something far? about corgis, but there's no dog yet. Oh, man, the dog is so cute. Uh, yeah, like, I think the dog shows up pretty early on in the anime. Ein, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's missing something. I was going to say, like, you, you suggesting they, them bring on the other characters is basically what Firefly had, right? Like they Exactly what I was thinking. People. The first episode is get the crew together, right? We we bring in new people. We really form the final crew. This right. one was like, and maybe, the people... and then all of a sudden she disappears. <laughs> it's like, what? Right. And then the new person's supposed to be, like, our, our kind of character insert that lets us learn about the old crew, right? Right. right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, which it's we don't have. A weird but... choice in writing, um, especially I... if it deviates from the anime. Like, if the anime had done it, I would have been like, okay, fine, they're trying to follow that, but... Well, no, like I said, um, Faye doesn't appear until, like, three or four episodes into the anime, so we only get to know Jet and Spike initially. But it is weird to introduce her and then just ignore her being there for a few episodes. Like, I, I think it's fine, considering the crew is literally two guys. We can just kind of have them talk to each other for us to get to know them. And like, the issue with, like, trying to do that on, like, a Firefly-like show would be the crew had, like, six people already. And then we added three more, right? So it's like, okay. And obviously we... this was influenced by, you know, buddy films, Bonnie and Clyde, Lethal Weapon. So they clearly wanted to have that dynamic to a degree. Uh, I don't know. It, it's, I think it's starting to come around in episode three. But, like, their dynamic is pretty flat, too, in the first episode. Like, there's, I don't know. Maybe there's not enough tension between them. I don't know what it is. Hmm. But anyway, I think it's solid enough. Um, like I said, mostly I'm sticking in for the world. I don't love procedurals. Again, I feel like the characters aren't hooking me enough, but the world is the stories. You know, because it's procedural, there's not a lot of overarching story yet. It's fine. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't know whether to recommend it or not. I'm I'm, I'm on like the edge of it uh, because I will say if that if you like Firefly, watch it. That's that's about all I can yeah, say. That, that, I don't that, know more than that. That is a pretty good recommendation for it. If you watch the anime, I don't know. Maybe you'll hate it. Seemingly, it's like you know people are not happy, so I guess don't. But you're probably gonna watch it anyway. So yeah, that's the thing though. Like the anime is also on Netflix, so if you're gonna choose, you might as well just watch the original like work that is like a cult classic versus the new one that's kind of just kind of hit or miss i would say watch the anime uh because it's good uh it feels it still feels good even though it's really old uh but if you do want to check this one out I, it's not horrible it's just it is missing something that i can't quite explain that doesn't make me want to necessarily like it but i will i am still willing to watch it it's a weird it's in this weird state of existence for me. So I'll give it a sort of recommendation. Yeah, it's it's enough Firefly nostalgia for me to, to power through what's kind of a flat characters and everything else. It, it, it's a soft streamable for me. Okay, yeah, yeah fair enough. Alright, that's all, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.